Hear the word of the Lord from Romans 5.17. For if by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. And then from Romans 12, 4 and 5. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to the others. Let's pray together. God, for all the ways that you work among us, what you are doing among us even today, we give you thanks. We pray that in your power, power that we believe only comes from you and is sustained by you, that you in your righteous power will overcome the false gods of this world that seem so bent on division and apathy and greed. We pray that in your power, through Jesus, that you may sustain us and make us one, somehow, some way. And we believe that you can. In the name of Jesus, amen. Sin is very real. Salvation is very real. But I think because we live in a culture that has little concept of sin, salvation is that much harder to show as something beautiful. Why do I need saving? if I have everything I want. But I believe this with all my heart. As long as there is a remnant of us who believe in the treasure we have, we testify to the power of God in a place like this on a day like today that has the power to sustain the entire world from this day forward. In the same way that the remnant of Israel before Jesus believed that God would be able to sustain them in exile when they were not at home, when they were completely out of place, when days they were tempted to have absolutely, positively no hope for the future while they were stuck in Babylon... God sent people among them constantly to say, you can lose hope if you want to, but you don't have to because I am with you today just as I have always been with you and I will continue to be with you until the end of time and far beyond that time. I'm not going anywhere. I will be with you. 
And when Jesus arrived on the scene, it is no wonder that when the people put their hope in the living Jesus, they said, we are going to call this living hope Emmanuel. And the reason we're going to call him Emmanuel, even though at school they're going to say Jesus and he'll have to say here, they're going to call him Emmanuel for one reason, because he will be the living embodiment of God is with us. And he'll never go anywhere. He'll always be with us to the end of time. You ever get tempted here in Babylon to lose hope? You ever get tempted to just throw up your hands and say, I'm done. I'm giving up. You ever get tempted to do that? I do. Still feel it sometimes. There's there's no way. I mean, God, you know, I want to believe, but how are you going to fix this? Seriously. And you know what God says? Oh, I've seen much worse than this. I was there in Babylon. I was there in Assyria. I was there in ancient Egypt. I was there, you know, even all the way back to Noah. And I'll keep on being with you. You know, a few people in the early to mid-1800s in the history of our own restoration movement believed... And it was idealistic, but they believed if we just read the Bible together and if we believe that God can continue to shape us in the image and likeness of Christ, there is nothing in the whole wide world that will ever be able to defeat us and take away our hope. And I don't know, I kind of like that impulse. And I think that it has something to say to us today. Jesus prayed in the garden before the cross in John 17. And along with many things that He prayed, He prayed that we may all be one. In some ways that's a prayer. It's also a charge. It's our calling. The early churches still speak to us from places like Galatians 3 that all of our separations of race and gender and these countless labels upon labels that we use to exclude one another, the early churches remind us that we are all one in Christ Jesus. The early churches also remind us that we together as one body who are all one in Christ Jesus carry around with us all the time this beautiful treasure that we carry around with us in these jars of clay, in these fragile vessels. And just as sin started with our pride and thinking that all of it comes from us, salvation starts with the work of Christ that is in us, showing us God's power, never illusions of our own. Our treasure informs our calling. And our calling as the church of Jesus Christ is to do exactly what Jesus did. Tax collectors, the abject poor, prostitutes, lepers, 
anyone who came to Jesus and said, will you give me your healing? Jesus said, yes, here is my healing. It is our calling and it is our charge as the church of Jesus in this place at this time that anyone who wants access to God gets access to God. That's who we are as the people of Christ. But for today, let's take a break. You need a break? You ever feel like, man, I could really use a break? Take one today. And here's where you can take it. Take it in God's love and faithfulness. This is our focus, after all, for this year. Love and faithfulness. So just take a break. Even if it's only for the next few minutes, just take a break. Love and faithfulness. Love God. Love one another. Faith. Faithful. Faithfulness. Love and faithfulness. You are loved by God. Are you able to accept that this morning? I'm serious, because sometimes I know from working with people for decades doing this, that sometimes that's hard to hear. It's even harder to believe. You are loved by God. You are deeply, deeply loved by God. I can't get a line from a movie out of my head. When Sean Penn's character in We're No Angels says, be nice to strangers, because sometimes you're a stranger too. You are loved by God. Are you able to hear that this morning? You are loved by God. We are constantly being healed. And I know some days it doesn't feel like that, especially if we measure ourselves and those around us by the measures of this world, then we certainly aren't going to have the audacity to say we're constantly being healed. But because we, as the followers and people of Jesus, don't measure ourselves by the standards of this world, we can have the audacity and the truth to say in a place like this today, we are constantly being healed. And that's most evident when we love one another, especially when we open ourselves to being loved. You want to hear something even more audacious than that? It may be the most audacious thing you hear all week. We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear as long as we hold on to believing together that God is at work to sustain us. We have food to share, clothes to wear, and one another's burdens to bear. So take a break for a moment in God's love and faithfulness and listen as the living Jesus 
speaks today. Not a word from the past, but a word spoken today in our hearing. And as you hear Jesus speaking, remember this one thing, that you are loved by God. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear? Is not life more important than food and the body, more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will He not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. All these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow going to worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Amen.